This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. This WBEZ podcast is supported by Ravinia, with over 100 concerts under the stars this summer, including Daryl Hall and Elvis Costello, Nora Jones with special guest Mavis Staples, the Beach Boys with special guest John Stamos, Shaggy and TLC, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, and more. Their 30-acre park is nestled in a gently wooded area. Bring your own picnic or eat at one of the park restaurants. Tickets available now only at ravinia.org. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Mail delays, and sometimes no mail at all. It's been a common complaint in the Chicago area during the pandemic and led to Chicago's postmaster being replaced in June. Now a new development. Mail carriers will start their routes two hours later. As it begins to get darker earlier, the Letter Carriers Union says this puts its members' safety at risk and could lead to more delays. Is this another epic mail fail? We'll ask Mac Julian, president of Chicago's Letter Carriers Union. We also invited the U.S. Postal Service Chicago to send a representative to be part of the conversation, but they declined. And we'll hear from callers who will tell us if mail delivery has gotten any better since June, when Chicago's new postmaster arrived. And few know more than Mac Julian about the ins and outs of mail delivery in Chicago. And no surprise, postal carriers get to work bright and early. Generally, most letter carriers in Chicago and the surrounding areas began their tour of duty uh, between 6.30 a.m. or 7.30 a.m. And they would typically end maybe 4 or 5 o'clock, depending. 4 o'clock would be an eight-hour day. A lot of letter carriers, particularly because of the pandemic and the shortage of staffing in Chicago, has, you know, done what they can to kind of pitch in and help out on other assignments. So they may not get off to close to 6 o'clock if that is the case. And also because of the fact that we have a lot more parcels, some eight-hour routes are a little longer than they were. Now, if they begin their day at 9, 9.30, of course, that takes you a little later into the evening. And it also complicates, uh, you know, personal lives of letter carriers who try to orchestrate things around their work schedule, particularly our young ladies, which makes up the predominantly of the workforce right now, as far as letter carriers are concerned in Chicago. So it, it almost makes it virtually impossible for them to help out or us to help out on other assignments. And I foresee this leading to more delays. So just to be clear, when there's a route that can't be delivered for whatever reason, say, you know, a mail carrier is sick, other mail carriers, they, they have the opportunity to pick up that route or a portion of it at the end of their shift and, and earn overtime. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. But let's be clear about one thing, Sasha. If we're properly staffed, they may, you know, we have an auxiliary workforce is what it's called, uh, that they can send resources to whatever office they need to within the Chicago area. But because we are short staffed, don't have that uh, auxiliary resource to the extent that we should. There's a lot of assignments that go undelivered as well. If if a carrier don't come in, there's a very good likelihood that that assignment may not go out for that day or that week if they're on vacation. 
When did you first learn that they were changing the start times? We became aware, I believe, last week. I was not told directly by the postmaster, although we met with the postmaster and the district manager on at least two occasions the prior week. There was no mention to us about the possibility of the change of start times. Uh, We were informed by our members who were shocked, basically across the city, that they were being moved to a later start time. What are you hearing from your members? They're very upset. They, They don't like the later start times. Basically, they feel it's a slap in the face uh, that many of them have worked through the pandemic, given all that they can. Uh, The staffing shortage is nothing new. It's it's not a pandemic issue. It was pre-pandemic. The Postal Service has been short letter carriers for the past couple of years. Uh, I would say going back to 18 or 19 even. But the pandemic did exacerbate the situation. It made it worse. It exposed, if you will, the weakness within the Chicago Post Office. And they never responded. And our letter carriers, our postal workers generally, are just very prideful people doing everything that we can to fulfill our mission, to deliver the mail, and to feel that, um, you know, the management does not appreciate that. Basically, you know, again, a slap in the face. Uh, A lot of our members are very disappointed. Yeah. Are they they willing to work once it's dark? Because this is that's the an individual times are call. changing. Absolutely. And unfortunately, it, it appears every time there is a time change, it's going into uh, the fall or winter when, you know, we have less daylight. Wouldn't be as big of an issue if it was uh, the beginning of the summer. You have longer daylight, you know, longer, more opportunity for us to help out. But, you know, aside from the violence, there's just a lot of inherent dangers in working in the dark. Mm-hmm. And most of our members are not willing to do so. Again, their safety is their call. We're not instructing or telling anyone what they should do. They need to look at that on an individual basis. Most of our members are very smart. They're not going to put themselves in a position that will compromise their personal safety. All right, let's jump to the phones right now. We've got Sakara on the line who wants to chime in on this mail conversation. Sakara, welcome to Reset. Good morning. How are you today? Doing well. What's the mail service looking like in in your neck of the woods? You're in Rogers Park, is that right? Yes, I am. Well, the service here, like Mr. Julian said, if the carrier's not at work and maybe one or two days we don't get mail, it could be a week. And then when we do get mail, it's too much to fill the box. However, I am a carrier. And to piggyback off what Julian was saying, we come to work, we do what we're supposed to do. It's not us, it's management. This new postmaster hasn't done anything to better the service. He's made it worse. Mac, do you have a response to Sakara's comments? You know, I I, I truly understand her feelings right now. Earlier this summer, I mentioned that we were going to keep an open mind and give him an opportunity to succeed. If if anybody was, you know, behind him or wanting for him to succeed, it's the employees in the Chicago Post Office. I must say right now, yes, we are very disappointed in the direction that that he has taken. It appears to be more or less the stance of the district manager, who is the same district manager of the previous postmaster and who is spearheading these time changes. So to a very large extent that that she is correct and we we are disappointed. We're still willing to do what we can to work with him because after all, it's about the customers. It's about the service. And, uh, you know, we want to see of the service improved because we are the face of the post office. But, uh, yes, right now we are disappointed. Uh, we've got Angela on the line now in Bronzeville. Hi, Angela. Welcome to Reset. Hi. Good morning. How are you doing? Doing well, Angela. 
Yeah, so I feel for the carriers and understand that many of them are working under, you know, difficult situations because of pandemic. But I live in Bronzeville. The post office that my community is affiliated with is the McGee uh, post office that's over on Cottage. And frankly, I've had difficulty with mail service that went far before the pandemic. I currently often get mail at nighttime in the dark hours. And I know this because I've checked the box prior to, and then I'll come in later on in the evening and the box is literally crammed full of mail that has to be more than one day. I signed up for the USPS informed delivery so I know when things are coming. So I keep track of the fact that there's mail that is not being delivered on a regular basis. Both our congressmen and our aldermen have had regular convened meetings to talk about this issue. Things may get better for a month or two, and then you go right back to what was happening before, which is mail getting delivered late, if at all, packages regularly being lost. I have just recently had to track down a couple of packages and put in a formal complaint and found out that what happened is packages aren't even being delivered. They're sitting at McGee and then get returned to the sender. And then when I put in a request for it, it got shipped back to me again, which had to have a serious delay on me getting what I needed, which sometimes includes medication. So there is something going on with the post office that is more critical than the pandemic itself. It's that there is a serious problem, particularly in black and brown communities, for us being taken seriously Uh and getting our mail. And right now, I don't even shop online if I can't choose to have something sent to me by UPS or FedEx. Right. Because I don't trust the post office. Well, let me hear from Mac on this one. Thank you, Angela, first of all, for sharing this feedback. So, Mac, you know, Angela brings up an interesting point. She says they're just not being listened to, especially not in her neighborhood. Um, so that's one. I, I want you to also address this question. If, if letter carriers don't accept overtime to deliver the other routes because of it getting dark, for instance, what happens to that mail? Well, it goes undelivered, and that's why we say that the Postal Service has lost its priority there. They're managing to data. They're managing to reports. Uh, they're managing to try to make themselves look good, to receive bonuses uh, in the end if they can keep certain uh, a certain amount of overtime down. And that is not the goal or the focus of the Postal Service. It's, you know, it's so unfortunate to hear that, but we understand. You have to realize we are customers as well. The lady before her, the, the carrier before her stated, you know, talking about receiving mail herself or not receiving mail. So we're disappointed in the service. I think the biggest concern that I've, I have right now is that far too many of our customers have just gotten content with uh, two or three times a week receiving mail. You know, by law, the Postal Service is required to provide prompt, reliable, and efficient services to patrons in all areas. So daily mail delivery is a requirement of the Postal Service. And I just urge our customers, if you're not receiving regular service, please contact your alderman. Please contact your congressional offices. Because mm-hmm. the post office in Chicago right now is maintaining. Everything is going out. We're not hearing the complaints. There's no concerns. Everything is fine. And we know that's not the case. And, you know, at the end of the day, we are the best option that's out there. We deliver 25% of UPS and FedEx goods because we go to every address. So, you know, there's a real likelihood that even if you shop and you choose UPS or FedEx, 
ultimately is we who will receive and deliver that mail because we have such a reliable service when we are on our game. And we can only be on our game when we are properly staffed. As bad as mail service is in Chicago, I've said it repeatedly, we are not far away from the excellent service that we can provide. It's very simple, Sasha. Let's begin the day with a letter carrier on every assignment, and I guarantee you that we will get the job done. But right now, we are down. The Chicago Postal Service know we are down, but they're just trying to operate in a business mode. They really don't care about the customers. They really don't care about the service. Uh, they feel that if they're not getting all the mail delivered, and trust me, they're not, because they're reporting. They told our members over the weekend that all the mail is going out in Chicago and that the NALC, that this office is basically, you know, making these stories up about mail not being delivered. Mm -hmm. So if the customers are not saying anything, they can run that narrative as, as far as it can go. But there will be a congressional hearing on mail issues in Chicago next month, and they will have to answer to it. But we need our customers to speak up. Well, not surprisingly, the U.S. Postal Service in Chicago views this new start time differently. And they issued a statement that says, in part, a later start time does not equate into a later delivery time. Start times are based on availability of mail for processing and delivery. For example, an earlier start time with no mail to process results in wasted employee resources and diminished customer service. Your brief thoughts on that statement, Mac? Um, we will see. <laughs> We will see. If I'm starting my day early, you're saying well, there's not enough mail there. Well, the post office run on a 24-hour clock. The mail never stops. So what they need to do is they need to process and move that mail into the stations earlier if it's their goal to get more deliverable mail that day out that day. But these assignments that are not being covered, the fact that you are not properly staffed, the fact that many of our uh, members walk into offices every day down anywhere from 10 to 15 assignments. Mm -hmm. If you're squeezing the hours of the day, we run out of daylight, I'm not able to help you. I'm not able to help you on the back end, and that's more undelivered mail. We regularly see 150 to 200 assignments in Chicago go undelivered a day. Realize each assignment represents from 800 to 1,200 delivery points. The truth of the situation lies with the customers. They know whether they're receiving mail or not. And if they're not receiving mail, they cannot stop calling and, and reaching out to their congressional offices. I, I wouldn't even say call the post office because they're tone deaf right now. They're not going to respond in a manner uh, which is going to be sufficient for that customer. You need to reach out to your congressional offices because they are very concerned about this. Let's get back to the phones. Eureka is on the line in Chicago Heights. Hi, Eureka. What's your comment? Hello. Well, I'm a mail lady, and I've been a mail lady for 25 years now. And I never seen the post office in a situation like this. When I first started, number one, they let us deliver the mail in a timely manner. They made sure we were off the street in a timely manner. The concern was the customers. We were delivering customer service. We're not delivering customer service, as Max said. It's all about numbers with them. It's not about customer service anymore. And at this point, with the new postmaster in office and he looking at numbers just like the rest of them, something has to give. Yeah. We're here to deliver. We're glad to deliver. This is the reason why we took the position. And we have to put our foot down right now and make a stand so everything can go back to where it used to be. I know this is a different time, and I understand that. And the mail is totally different than it was when I first started. But we're still here to deliver customer service. 
Thank you for your service, uh, Eureka. Uh, let's hear now from Jessica. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Thanks for having me. My name is Jessica, and I'm working in the Morgan Park area. And I have 35 years in. And it makes a big difference to start time because I'm one of those carriers that's here every day, whether it was a pandemic or not. I'm one of those carriers that throw extra mail when those my coworkers don't come to work. I'm the person that carries an extra two or three hours every day, six days out of the week. And when they don't show, that's extra for us. So it makes a big difference whether we're delivering in the daylight and in the dark, because some of these areas are not the greatest areas. Some of these areas we need to get out on the street earlier to get the people their mail, because they are entitled to their mail as well. So the earlier start time, the earlier we get out on the street, the better off it is for us. Mm -hmm. I don't have small kids anymore, but I do have kids. So they want to see me come home as well, which I want to see everybody come in and go home safely. Thanks for your call, Jessica. So, Mac, as you're hearing, she says, you know, start times, they make a big difference. Absolutely. And, you know, I couldn't help but think uh, when Eureka was uh, commenting a moment ago, I have roughly 25 years, and the mentality is totally different. She's correct. I mean, you know, we take pride in providing a service. There's just no sense of urgency anymore about delivering the mail. I mean, we could not not deliver mail. We couldn't bring back a, a letter. As one supervisor you said, well, this is not a warehouse. We don't store mail. We deliver it. And we took pride in that. There's no pride from the top down. And I'm not talking about the craft employees. I'm talking about in the management level in terms of providing the service. You know, bringing mail back or mail going undelivered, it's as if there's no one on the other side of that package, no one on the other side of that letter who's looking for it. It, it, it is very sad. Uh, the state of the Postal yeah. Service right now. And, and that mindset is going to have to change for us to provide the level of service that our customers deserve. That is Mac Julian, president of Chicago's Letter Carrier Union. Thank you so much, Mac. Thank you, Sasha. And that's it for today's Reset. For more of our interviews, subscribe to this podcast. And please give us a rating. It helps other listeners find us. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening. We'll meet again tomorrow. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.